Adhamadava Kunjabi Hari Jayadadha Madhava Kunjabihari Gopi Janavalabha Kerevaradhari Jaya Gopi Janavalabha Kerevaradhari Yashoda Nandana Vajajanaranjana Yashoda Nandana Vajajanaranjana Jamuna Tera Vanna Chari Jamunate Rabanachari Manacha Tayarata Madhava Kunjabi Hari Kunjabi Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Kunjabi Hari Gopi Janna Palabha Giri Baladhari Jaya Gopi Janna Balabha Kere Baradhari Baba Kere Baradhari Yashoda Nandana Prajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Rajajana Ranjana Janara Jamuna Teravana Chari Jamuna Teravana Chari Vana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Kunjabi Hari Chaya Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Parivajika Charya Ashtavutara Satishishimad
Si Ganga Mai ki jai, Si Jamuna Mai ki jai, Bhakti Devi ki jai, Tosi Devi Maharani ki jai, Harinam Sankitana ki jai, Nitai Gora Premanandi. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to CC Guru and Goranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Canto 7, Chapter 5, Prahlad, the saintly son of Hiranyakashipu. Text number 13. Sa Esha Atmasva Paritya Abudhi Abudhir Sa Esha Atmasva Paritya Abudhi Pir Turatyayanu Kramanoni Rupyate Muyanyadvartmani Vedavadina Pramadayo Yesha Binati Me Matim Saisha Atmasva Paritya Abudibhya Turatyayanu Kramano Nirupyate Muyanti Yadvart Mani Veda Vadino Muyanti Yadvart Mani Veda Vadino 
Pramadayo yesha binatime matim. Sa esha atmas fa paretya aburibia. Turatyayanu kramano nirupyate. Uyanti advart mani vedavadino. Pramadayo yesha binatime matim. Sa-e-sa-atma-svaparetya-bhadir-tirat-yayanu-kramano-nirupyate-muyanti-yat-vart-mani-bedavadino-brahma-dayo-yesha-binati-me-matim. Sa esha atma sva parecha babudi bia. Turatyayanu kramano nirupyate. Turatyayanu kramano. Pramadayo yesha binati me matim. Sa esha atma sva paracha babudhiya Turatyanu Muyanti vadvatmani vedavadino Ramadayo yesha binati Ladies Sa esha atma sva paratya bodhibhya Turatya yano kramano nirupyate Muyanti advartmani vedavadino Bhamadayo yesha binati me matim Sva esha atmanas Turatyayano kramano nirupyate Muhyanti atmani vedavadino Brahmadayo yesha binati me matim Sa esha atma sva paracha abudhi 
Dadatyayano Kromano Virupyate Muyanti Advartmani Vidavadino Saha He Eshaha This Atma Super Soul Situated in everyone's heart Svapara This is my own business And that is someone else's Iti Thus Abudi B by those who have such bad intelligence. Turatjaya. Very difficult to follow. Anukramanaha. Whose devotional service. Nirupyate. Is ascertained. By scriptures. Or the instructions of the spiritual master. Muyanti are bewildered. Yat of whom? Vartmani on the path. Vedavadina the followers of Vedic instruction. Instructions. Brahma Adayaha, the demigods, beginning from Lord Brahma, he, indeed, Eshaha, this one, Pinati, changes, me, my, Matim, intelligence. Persons who always think in terms of enemy and friend are unable to ascertain the super soul within themselves. Not to speak of them, even such exalted persons as Lord Brahma, who are fully conversant with the Vedic literature, are sometimes bewildered in following the principles of devotional service. The same Supreme Personality of Godhead who has created this situation has certainly given me the intelligence to take the side of your so-called enemy. Purport. Palat Maharaj admitted frankly, my dear teachers, you wrongly think that Lord Vishnu is your enemy, but because he is favourable towards me, I understand that he is the friend of everyone. You may think that I've taken the side of your enemy, but factually, he has bestowed a great favour upon me. Mm. Om Ajnana 
Timirandasya Gananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmaye Sri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupakada Mahiyam Tadatisva Padantikam Mukam Karuti Vachalam Pangum Rangayate Garim Yatkripatamaham Bande Sri Gurum Dinatavinam Maharaj is conversing with his teachers who have they're holding some antipathy towards Prahlad Maharaj because he's a devotee. <laughs> Simply put, he's a devotee and they're demons. And so as uh, Baneswami was explaining when he was here last week, that um, this is the nature of the devotees and the demons. There's conflict right? and feelings of animosity. Because devotees, generally speaking, recognize Krishna and worship him. They make friends with the devotees. They encourage the innocent and they avoid the demons. Sometimes even fight with the demons. Huh? And basically to protect the principles of uh, religiosity because the principles of re religiosity lead to a relationship with the supreme person the supreme personality of Godhead the, the basic problem in the material creation is that we've forgotten our relationship with Krishna We've forgotten who we are. We identify with the external features of the material energy and are not able to see or appreciate our internal spiritual identity. It's covered. The material energy covers the true or the original identity of the, of the spirit being the spirit, the, the, the jiva atma, the spirit soul. And 
the, the, the endeavours of the devotees are to uncover that, that identity, that spiritual identity, whereas the endeavours of the demoniac or the non-devotees is to cover over that or to remain covered and to identify with on the material platform and on the material platform as Prabhupada Maharaj says here that platform is um, what is it uh, is this is, is epitomized by this thought process Saesha Atma Sva Parecha Abudibir This is my business, that's your business. Uh, and Prabhupada translates that here as thinking in terms of enemy and friend. Right? Thinking in terms of enemy and friend. And not able to, uh, uh, and because of that identification with the external platform, not able to identify the super soul within. Right? You know, when a devotee receives a setback, he or she sees it as Krishna's mercy. Right? Prabhupada says, if a devotee feels a setback in their lives, then they don't blame the, the immediate cause, whereas the materialist tends to blame the immediate cause, right? You hit me. Whereas a devotee, well, a devotee understands you hit me, but he understands also deeper behind any reaction that he might be receiving, action or reaction, that he might be on the end of, that ultimately behind that, the working of the material energy is the super soul. Right? What's that for? Ishvaraha savabhutanam ridesh arjuna tishtati brahmayan savabhutanam what's the next? Yancharudhani mayaya. Right? This is how the, the, so if there's a if there's a an inconvenience or an obstacle or a reaction, a negative reaction, so, some suffering, if you like, the devotee thinks, this is Krishna's mercy. I'm such a sinful person that I deserve much, much more than this. Right? I deserve more than this. This is very... A devotee has a very humble attitude to setbacks and sees it as Krishna's mercy. I'm just getting a token of what I deserve. And ultimately behind the moving, you know, as a consequence of my misdeeds in the past, I'm getting a suitable consequence. Right? Everything that we do has a consequence. Right? 
And so when things happen to us, we tend to think, oh, what's going on? I don't deserve this. Right? But if we are deeply introspective, then we understand because of our misguided decisions and choices and because of uh, uh, selfish desires, we, every, every action that we get, ultimately, we deserve it. Right? And that it has been orchestrated, ultimately, by the supreme person. And that it's for our benefit. This is the hard part, right? We, we come up against obstacles and we think, oh, what's going on here? I'm chanting Hare Krishna, I'm a devotee, I'm surrendered to Krishna, and now all I'm facing is problems. Right? Sometimes even people will lose faith. But, but um, uh, a devotee, a very deeply thoughtful devotee, um, one whose intelligence, what have we got here, matim, intelligent person, thoughtful person, understands that ultimately behind the reactions uh, uh, are the Supreme Person and that Krishna is our well-wisher. What is it? Uh, Suridam Sarvabhutanam. Right? Hard to appreciate that sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> Krishna is our friend and well-wisher and that even the difficulties that we face are for our benefit. Krishna is looking after us. We were reading last night that the living entities are subject to two types of maya. The avaranatmika shakti, which is the covering potency Right? Prabhupada gives the example of Lord Indra. Lord Indra, um, and, and you know, this, he's, Lord Indra is a demigod. So he's generally, in, he's, a, he's a devotee. Right? But even the demigods are influenced by the material energy. So what's, in, what's Indra somewhat famous for? Do you think? You've heard of Lord Indra? Yeah? What's his history? What's Lord Indra famous for from time to time? Pride, yeah, and then what happens as a result of his pride? What does he do? What's that? Which devotees in particular? Huh? The Brajabhasis. Yeah, well, that's true too. Actually, I hadn't thought of that, but yes. Yeah, but he, he offends his guru. <laughs> he offends his guru. And so what happened? He offended his guru, so he was cursed to become a pig. <laughs> so he's sent to the lower planetary systems to live as a pig. 
you know, and, you know, I used to wonder why the Bhagavatam or why Prabhupada was always referring to hogs, dogs, camels and asses, right? <laughs> and then when I went to India, then I realised after seeing hogs, you know, in Vrindavan, ploughing through, you know, they've got those gutters and it's got all filthy things in it and it stinks, right? But the pig's in there and he's enjoying. You can see his tail's wagging and he's... Right? So, uh, Indra was cursed because of his um, offences to his guru. And, um, but while he was away, there were affairs that needed to be dealt with in the heavenly planets. So Lord Brahma went to see Indra in the form of a pig, a hog, and he said, it's time to come back. Look, you're living in this disgusting situation. Uh, it's time to come back to the heavenly planets. This is the Avaranatmika Shakti, the covering over potency. But Indra said, no, no. I've got responsibilities here. <laughs> so we become conditioned. We become conditioned to the situation that we're in, even if it's hellish. And it's a struggle. Prabhupada says, we're given an opportunity to come back home, back to Godhead, give up the rotting, the rotten and rotting material world. But we say, no, 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 I'm, I'm happy here. Right? Even though we're struggling and suffering. So that's, the, that's what keeps the living entity in, in covered over that avaranatmika. But then there's the prakshatmika shakti, which is the pulling down potency. And that's a shakti that's for the devotees. Huh? There's actually. Krishna has a, an energy that's meant to pull devotees down. So we think, well, what's going on here? Krishna's not supposed to make sure the devotees are pulled down. Doesn't he want them to be elevated? Right? So how do we understand that? Because that, everything, ultimately, all of the shaktis, all of the potencies come from Krishna. Right? All of the energies. Uh, ultimately, that the, all of the energies are Krishna's divine potencies. Right? So why the pulling down Shakti? Well, one reason for the pulling down Shakti is to destroy the devotee's pride. Like we see even with Indra, it gets proud. And even uh, very serious devotees can become enamoured by the material energy. And so uh, there's, a, there's a, um, a tendency to think that this is an obstacle, this is a challenge, and of course it is. It is. But that it's a, a setback or it's to our detriment, but actually it's, it's for our benefit, right? Krishna wants us to be his devotees, but pure devotees, right? without the desire to want to enjoy the material facility for ourselves. 
right? And um, even though we are devotees, right? We are devotees. Anybody here not a devotee? Hmm. One at least, yeah. which is very interesting actually, because you know if you if you look at um, if you read the Chaitanya Charitamrita and you look at the and you look at the descriptions of uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj, how does he describe himself? How does Krishna Das Kaviraj describe himself? We can all assume that Krishna Das Kaviraj is a devotee, right? He's written the Chaitanya Charitamrita, so one would hope so. And of course, when we read the Chaitanya Charitamrita, what happens? When you read the Chaitanya Charitamrita, how do you feel? Yeah, Krishna conscious. How do you feel? Enlivened, enthused, happy, right? You understand, oh, now I know why I'm a member of the Hare Krishna movement. And I know what the Hare Krishna movement's for. Ultimately, the Hare Krishna movement's meant to make people happy, right? But yet, how does Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami describe himself? Sukadev? Servant of the servant, yes. But what else? Very graphic. Graphic description of himself. Lower than a worm in stool. <laughs> right? Huh? That's lower than a hog. <laughs> huh? And he says, if anybody hears from me, they'll be polluted, right? And yet he's, he's writing the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is such an enthusing, powerful literature, right? When Prabhupada was traveling from uh, India to Boston, right? How was he feeling? How was Srila Prabhupada feeling when he was travelling ac across the Atlantic and even, in, in, even on his way to aid, you know, through the Suez Canal? How was Srila Prabhupada feeling at that time? Anybody remember, recall? Who's read the Lilamrita? Okay. What, how was Prabhupada feeling? How was Prabhupada feeling when he was on the Jaladuta traveling to Boston? How was he feeling? Huh? I think he said he was feeling separation from Vrindavan. Is that what you said? Oh. He was feeling surrendered, yes. That's true. Hmm? Helpless, yeah. Somewhat helpless. But no, he was feeling separation from Vrindavan, right? And feeling separation from his spiritual master. 
But where was he getting his solace? What did he say in his diaries? He was reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yeah. Reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And that was giving him... So, Krishnadas Kaviraj, his very elevated devotee, is thinking himself very, very fallen. Right? So this, this, this pulling down potency is designed to keep us humble. Right? When we become proud or, or become enamoured by the material energy, and this is not unusual. For the, for the pure devotees, it, it, it doesn't happen, right? The Nitya Siddha. But for the Nitya Buddha devotee, this is a struggle. A struggle. But that struggle is, is designed to teach us how we are dependent on Krishna, that we are not the doer. And, and, so, and, and so we see in you know, the character like the, the, the personalities, like Haridas Thakur and Krishna Das Kavaraj Goswami and other associates of Lord Chaitanya, very, very humble, very, very humble. And the setbacks are seen as opportunities to make advancement and to cultivate that mood of humility. Right? Devotee generally doesn't promote them. Generally, we're recommended not to promote ourselves as, and we see this, this is the, the example. We don't promote ourselves, or we shouldn't. <laughs> we, we do, you know, in this, in this day and age of social media, what are people doing? Posting pictures of themselves, here I'm doing this, here I'm doing that. Uh, look how, look at, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? You know, there were sayings in the 60s, you know, we're close to the age of destruction because of nuclear war, Cold War and whatever. But in this age, it's called the age of distraction, right? <laughs> we're distracted all the time. And if we don't know what to do, we've got to pick up our phones and find it. What am I supposed to be doing? And have a guess what? When we look in here, we don't find anything. <laughs> Unless you're reading Prabhupada's books. Right? You'll just be distracted. So, uh, the, 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 and we see it here with Prahlad Maharaj, very deeply introspective. And in that introspection, looking towards the super soul, right? looking towards Krishna, is able to see the hand of Krishna within everything. Right? A devotee is able to see Krishna's working behind the material energy. Because he sees, not necessarily that he sees, you know, the super soul everywhere, but the, a devotee sees, Prabhupada says, uh, Shastra Chakshus, right? Or Jnana Chakshus. That a devotee sees 
with the vision of the Shastra. Because right? we see the external, obviously. You hit me. Huh? But at the same time, is able to see through the vision of the, of the Bhagavad Gita, is able to see uh, with the vision of the Bhagavatam, for us, uh, through the vision of the previous Acharyas, Prabhupada says that if we want to know our relationship with Radha and Krishna, we have to follow the instructions. Actually, this is Krishna Das Kaviraj who says this. We have to follow the instructions of Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nichinanda, and who else? Who does he refer to? Anybody know? Huh? What was that? Um, that's part of it, yes. Huh? The six Goswamis, yes. And and Krishna Das Kaviraj says that as well, right? Well, it's it's that's what he says in the book, but he also says very often, you know. When will I understand the literature given by the Goswamis? When I can understand the literature given by the Goswamis, I can understand my relationship with Radha and Krishna. Huh? So, um, the, the, um, the, the devotees approach Krishna through the through his representatives, basically, and for us that means Lord Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya, and to understand the philosophy, the teachings of um, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, we follow the teachings of the Goswamis, right? and why we have that prayer, you know, Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jina Bhutale. I offer my obeisances to Rupa Goswami because Rupa Goswami understood the mind of Lord Chaitanya. And not only, was he, not only did he understand the mind of Lord Chaitanya, but he was also empowered by Lord Chaitanya to understand the purport of all of the Shastra and given the potency to describe it to others, to, to give that information to others. Lord Rupa Goswami is understood as the leader of the Goswamis. He's empowered by Lord Chaitanya to distribute this. Of course, later on, after Sanatan and Rupa Goswami departed, then Jiva Goswami became the leader of... The, and so many of uh, the literature, or, or much of the literature, of, the, uh, of Rupa and Sanatan was edited actually by, by Jiva and, and kind of uh, distributed in that form, right? We had people. We we've had the tradition of editing um, uh, transcendental literature uh, comes from the Goswamis, actually, because you know, that's the nature of of publication. So, um, um, Prahlad Maharaj, we see here, is um, explaining to uh, what is it? Nanda, what, what, what's the name of the two teachers? 
Amaka, is it? What's the first name? Chanda? S. Chanda Anamaka. Yes. That you see everything in the concept of enemy and friend. Right? Ahamameti, I and mine. And so therefore, see Lord Vishnu as an opponent because he's against their, their plans to, you know, dominate, the demons' plans to dominate, Hiranyakashipu's plans to dominate. And, and because the Lord has arranged the material energy in such a way so nobody dominates, right? You may dominate for a little while, but in due course of time, what happens? Poof. Right? Just gone. As Prabhupada explains, there are so many kingdoms and so many controllers, so many emperors and kings, and where are they now? Where's Napoleon? Right? Where's Hitler? Where's King George? Right? Like bubbles in a cosmic ocean. Boop, that's it. Gone. Right. So Krishna has this plan for all of us. <laughs> Eventually, you know, you've gone. At least in this, in this form, in this body, we relate to this body. But Krishna's designed the the material world in such a way so that yes we can pursue our material aspirations but more importantly and especially for us more importantly is an opportunity to realize our spiritual identity which is permanent all of this other stuff that we pursue it's all fluff right and a devotee understands that and it understands, yes, the setbacks are real because that's how the material world is designed. What is it? Jamma mritu jaraviyadi. Right? Birth, death, old age, and disease. Right? Yehi samspasaja boga dukkayant. What is it? You know, it is the source, all of this so-called material enjoyment is actually the source of our suffering because it's temporary. It has a beginning and it has an end. And so in one sense we can be callous to the, to the comings and goings or not uh, detached from the comings and goings of material existence. Because that's its nature. The nature of the material world is to be flickering and temporary and impermanent. But the materialists are attached. They're attached thinking we can make this permanent. Which is foolish because if you look if we look around we can see uh, nothing is permanent. Much to our Dis despair or dismay. Huh? 
Yet, this is a feature of the material world to help us make spiritual advancement, to help make spiritual prog progress. And the devotees have that vision. Right? But interesting, what, what's mentioned here in this, this translation is that even the devotees who are conversant with this knowledge sometimes have difficulty understanding it. Right? It says here. Such exalted persons like Lord Brahma, who are fully conversant with Vedic literature, are sometimes bewildered in following the principles of devotional service. Right? So Lord Brahma is... Who, who is Lord Brahma in terms of our Sampradaya? Yeah. Well, and so it says here, even he sometimes gets bewildered. Right? So there's a constant challenge for the devotees. We're always going to be constantly be challenged to make progress. Constantly accepting and rejecting that which is favourable and unfavourable to devotional service. We have to do it all the time. <laughs> it's not that you wake up tomorrow and everything will be, you know, you'll be in Vaikuntha and everything, you know, life will be a magic carpet ride. It's not going to happen. Huh? It's always a struggle. Struggle for existence. For the materialists, it's a struggle for material domination. For the devotees, it's a struggle to always take shelter of Srila Prabhupada, take shelter of Krishna, take shelter of the Holy Name, take shelter of the, of the Bhagavatam. And, what is it? Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, and Chaitanya Charitamrita Prabhupada said, this is, if we understand what's in these, books then we'll know how to take shelter of Krishna and how to make progress but it may not be material progress maybe may, not maybe there will be setbacks right for the devotees Krishna gives them the intelligence dadami buddhi yogam tam yena so that they can come to him for the materialists, because they're trying to dominate and, you know, destroy their enemies, its friend and enemies, then they're given the intelligence to keep fighting with the material energy, or to keep fighting with each other, right? This is what demons do. They just keep fighting with each other. Whereas the devotee has learned to work, you know, really, devotees, advanced devotees, or at least Majjim Adhikari, learns to work cooperatively with others. Right? This is also a challenge. Uh, the nature of the demon is, I'm in charge around here, you do what I tell you to do. Right? Whereas a devotee's mood is, Krishna's in charge around here, what does Krishna want us to do? Right? And is happy to inquire from the devotees, what do you think Krishna wants us to do here? Huh? Even Srila Prabhupada did that. 
Prabhupada modeled this bit, you know. Of course, Prabhupada was the ultimate decision maker within ISKCON, right? So he was in charge. He was the spiritual master. But at the same time, when, Pra when Srila Prabhupada wanted to make a decision, a serious or a very serious decision, what did he do? What did Srila Prabhupada do? Prabhav? He called his disciples. He called to Krishna Maharaj, especially. Or he discussed with devotees like um, um, Harikesh Maharaj at the time. Huh? Sometimes even you have arguments. The devotees would have arguments with, with Srila Prabhupada. Right? Um, was that being offensive to Prabhupada? No, because he, he was asking them, what do you think? So, of course, Prabhupada is, is, is Uttama Adhikari and a Paramahamsa, but we, the Paramahamsa comes down to the Majjam platform to preach, right? And of course, preaching means working with others, right? Means working with others, whether you like it or not, it means working with others. And sometimes having to hear what they've got to say, because they have a, sometimes other people have good ideas, you'll discover. Right? Whereas we tend to think, hang on a second, I know what's going on around here, you should be listening to me. Right? So the, 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 um, the devotees learn to work cooperatively because they know that's pleasing to Krishna. That's what Krishna wants. And we know that's what Srila Prabhupada wants. That's what, that was Bhakti Siddhanta and Bhakti Vinod Thakur's vision for a worldwide preaching movement was and, and even Prabhupada said to, said to the, the GBC members, not one of you alone, but all of you together. Huh? Why Prabhupada established a governing body made up of peers. Huh? Collegial body, not Acharya, one in charge, and he tells everybody else what to do. Huh? Interesting. The way Bhaktivinod Thakur envisaged, because the world is a big place. Huh? world is a big place and in order uh, you know could you imagine even even in Melbourne this is only a small portion of the planet right but if 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 we didn't have each other to uh, work with and to uh, chant Hare Krishna with and to do service with and preach with how are we going to do it by ourselves not going to happen. Huh? So uh, the nature of the demons is to fight and that's what they do all of the time. Huh? We're seeing it at the moment. The Chinese are building up their army. The Americans already got the biggest army. Huh? Everybody's giving, not everybody, the, the NATO alliance are giving weapons to who? Uh, 
Ukraine. I don't know if you noticed, but it won't be long before there's full-on offensive by the Ukrainians against the Russians. That's, you can, it's all the buzz, right? So what does that mean? Demons will fight. They've got weapons, and Prabhupada says, Krishna says, they'll use them. Right? Ultimately for the destruction of the planet, unfortunately. Right? So we shouldn't be surprised. Demons will fight, but devotees shouldn't. And not that they, not that we do. Right? One of the one of the one of the uh, characteristics of the devotees in Melbourne is that they actually work together very well, which is a great relief. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that we don't have that we don't have different points of view, right? Because we will. But we, you know, the first the first process of devotional service is what hearing, right? And, and how do we, what's the process in hearing? What's the first thing you do? If you're approaching the spiritual master, and you want to hear from the spiritual master, what do you do? Ask a question. Yeah. So this is how the devotees approach problem solving. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? What about this? What about that? And so looking, you know, is what we, this is what the Bhagavatam class is about, looking at the Shastra from different perspectives and analysing it to come to, the, to, get, to come to a broader conclusion as to what we should be doing. Right? This is very important for devotees. It's our culture, actually. The culture is to, and, and we see it with the sages of Namasharanya, we see this in the Sangha of devotees. Of course, everybody will defer to the very advanced devotee, but... Uh, uh, we see this epitomised in Maharaj Parikshit, who's inquiring, and then there's that hearing, the receiving of information. So this is our this is our process, you know, inquiring, and then hearing, uh, and if, and then of course in in the association of devotees, discussion to come to the the proper conclusion based on the various different perspectives that are given to us in the Shastra and even the different perspectives of the devotees because devotees have also have realizations and they're you know they're valid right? so um, the devotee tends to see the unity whereas the demons focus on the diversity and fight as a consequence even Prabhupada saw sometimes that his disciples were fighting and he said, don't be like the demons fighting over diversity. You've got to also see the unity. Right? So this is why Prabhupada encouraged unity in diversity. Right? Yes, you and I will have a different opinion, but let's work together to take advantage of each other's perspective because the one thing we agree on, we should serve Krishna. Right? We all agree we should serve Krishna. We should serve Prabhupada, even though we might see things from a different perspective. Not mine, we will. And, and, and um, you know, uh, we see here with Prahlad Maharaj, he's saying to Sundar and Amaka, you know, you're seeing things from the wrong perspective. Lord Vishnu is not your enemy. He's the well-wisher. 
And because of your point, of, you know, because of your enmity, basically, you'll always be challenged and you'll always be challenging the devotees and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, so he's trying to point out to them their, their, their fault in seeing um, Lord Vishnu as an enemy and as his friend. And that he's become an enemy also. Because Prahlad Maharaj is not an enemy of anybody. He's a well-wisher of everyone because he's a devotee. This is the nature of devotees. They always work for the benefit and the welfare of others. They're always working to make others happy. Right? That's what it, and as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, a devotee is welcomed by everyone. Right? Is a friend to everyone. We should be friendly to everybody. Of course, you know, they may not like the fact that we say you should surrender to Krishna. <laughs> oh, what? You're not my friend, you're my enemy. <laughs> this is the nature of a demon. So we shouldn't be surprised. But of course, even a devotee is equipoised towards the demons, ultimately. Right? Or is thinking of ways to help them come to the point of surrender to the Lord, knowing that that ultimately is, is, is the most um, beneficial for everybody. Okay, does anybody have any comments or questions? I think you need to turn it up or turn it on. I highly recommend that we buy a new system. How old's this one? How old's this system? Yeah, I think it might have reached its use-by date because when you turn it on and it doesn't work, that's kind of telling you something. Huh? Put a new battery in. Krishna Bhavi, thank you for the class. I, um, <clears throat> I hear about these devotees who consider themselves very low, but from our perspective, they're very high. Or even from maybe, I don't know, maybe this is wrong, but from an objective perspective, they can also be very exalted devotees. So when I hear that they see themselves as low, like it doesn't make sense because, um, like, how, if, are they in illusion thinking that they are low? This is a conundrum. You know what a conundrum is? It's paradoxical. There's competing elements that, that don't make sense. So on the one hand, we've got very, very exalted devotee who doesn't get enthused by reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita, right? You read the Chaitanya Charitamrita and you just feel so happy, right? And so, and, and able to see things so clearly, right? Yet, um, Krishnadas Kaviraj, uh, 
Goswami, or Krishnadath Kaviraj Maharaj, says, you know, I'm the most fallen. If you hear from me, you'll fall down. <laughs> if you hear from me, you'll fall down. And so you think, well, why did you bother writing the Chaitanya Charitamrita? <laughs> such, such a wonderful book. So, what's happening? What, you know, what is happening? Um, these devotees are the epitome of the devotional mood, right? They're the epitome of the devotional mood. So, are they in Maya? No, they're not. Right? But this is how they feel. You know, this is their mood of of um, uh, surrender, if you like. And you'll find other statements where Krishnadas Kaviraj is expressing his good fortune, uh, sorry, his good fortune, right? And what, a, what an exalted or what a, what a uh, um, fortunate position he's in as a devotee, right? As a follower of Lord Nityananda and as a follower of Lord Chaitanya. So what you'll find, and, and, and this is, it's very interesting actually, you know, in individuals you can find conflicting and even competing moods or personalities, right? Just like sometimes we'll be, we'll be chanting Hare Krishna and feeling very fallen and very contrite. Right? And is that valid for a devotee? How often do we feel like that? Quite often, right? But then on other occasions, you know, we come for a kirtan and Prabhava's, you know, banging the Medanga and jumping up and down and everybody's going, Arriba, Arriba! You know, we're all parading around like, you know, we own the joint, right? Because we're feeling so enthused and so happy, right? So even though those moods or those feelings, those emotions are contradictory, we're actually able to hold contradictory feelings in our personalities, in our nature, and even at the same time, sometimes. And so there's a competition. It's described in, in, in the character of a devotee. Sometimes there's competition of emotions. Right? And so on one hand, Lord Chaitanya is feeling very fallen, uh, and then on the other hand, it's described, he's bellowing like a lion. Right? So, uh, um, these moods of a devotee may, not may, they do, they swing. Right? Depending on the engagement, depending on their meditation at that particular time. And so we see in, uh, as an example for the rest of us, in very exalted personalities like Krishna Das Kaviraj, that he presents himself as very fallen. But then at the same time we see in, in his presentation of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he's not fallen at all. He's the most exalted person, right? So 
the you know the uh, the character of a devotee is not a shallow thing it's a very very deep ocean right the ocean of the the bhakti rasamrita sindhu is an ocean of all of these various mellows and moods right and so we can we can and we observe the interaction of these moods and these feelings uh, in the character of, character of a devotee. You see it in Srimati Radharani, right? Feeling broken-hearted and lost because of Krishna's separa separation from Krishna. But then deeply in that mood of separation as a result of her deep absorption in thoughts of Krishna, then Krishna appears to her as being present and then all of a sudden she's feeling total ecstasy, right? So there's, it's like the waves of the ocean. We've got the waves of the material ocean, right? Enjoying and suffering, but there's also the waves of the ocean of bhakti, right? And so there's all of these different moods. And one of the moods of a devotee is to feel very um, uh, fallen, you know, in separation from Krishna. The devotee feels very fallen and chastened and, and um, expresses this, this mood of... of um, uh, Inadequacy, huh? Yeah. I think we'll, we'll come, I've got Ananda Varadna, then we'll come to you, Prabhu. He had his hand up first. You need to. Uh, we've, we've got a one microphone system here. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Um, thank you for a nice class. Um, I got three questions, but maybe I just start with one. Um, um, here in the translation, it says uh, even Lord Brahma gets bewildered. So then, I, I wonder what about our position? Uh, at least my position. Then, and also, um, at times we need to make decisions, especially Krishna conscious decision. Then, with that bewilderment, and also the modes are acting. So, how to see uh, ourselves? Myself. So, what about us? If Lord Brahma sometimes gets bewildered, what about us? What do you think? Go with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> 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 sometimes we're fallen, sometimes we're in Maya, sometimes we're not. Yeah, I, I, um, I guess that's one way of doing it. But yeah, we, we need to be vigilant. Now, how do we do that? We have a system. We have the Shastra, right? Why do we study the Shastra? It's to clear away the ignorance, clear away the darkness, Thomas, right? Tamasima Jyotigama. Right? So, especially our Bhakti Shastra, it illuminates, you know, the path of devotional service. Right? 
So we're hearing from Prabhupada, we're hearing from Krishna, we're hearing from Krishna's associates, the devotees. So that clears, you know, illuminates the path. And uh, we also have the guru, the spiritual master, right? And the spiritual master manifests in various forms, right? The Chaitya Guru within the heart, Krishna himself, as a super soul. The initiating spirit, well, the, the, the Siksha Gurus, the many Siksha Gurus who give instructions. And the initiating Guru, who's generally the, the principal, usually Prabhupada says, the, 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 the primary Siksha Guru becomes the Diksha Guru. Although in Iskand we tend to do it a little bit differently at, at the moment. But so we have the Shastra, we have the Guru, and we have the Sadhus, right? So in order to clearly understand what we should be doing, Prabhupada's given us so much, you know, why did Prabhupada write so many books? Right? Why did he put so much emphasis on books? To sell them? Sell books? No? To gain Yes, to get learning. To be... To see clearly. Yeah. So, we have the tools by which we can overcome bewilderment. Right? We have the tools. Those tools are part of our sadhana practice, actually. And different things also. I was, uh, uh, I've, I've been teaching the um, spiritual leadership course with um, uh, um, Pralada Maharaj and Anuttama Prabhu. And um, the, particular, the, te the, the group of devotees that we've got, that we're teaching at the moment, really nice devotees. And um, one of them was saying the other day, uh, what is recommended by Bhaktivinoda? Because you know, sometimes it's said that the process of devotional service is automatic. But then devotees understand, well, how come I'm not, why are there so many obstacles? Why, not, why aren't I making progress? And he said, Bhaktivinoda recommends in the Daiva, a Jaiva Dharma, that um, a codicy is the day where we reset, right? And on that day, we chant more, we read more, and we become more introspective. So once a fortnight, we do a reboot, right? You know how you, you've got a computer, you've been running it for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden, everything freezes because you've got, you know, 50 windows open in, Edge <laughs> or Google Chrome or whatever, right? So everything just jams up. So what do you do? <laughs> Reboot, turn it off and start it up again. So a codice is like that. A codice is a day, and of course we can't always do it because a codice is a Tuesday and you, you've got to go to Crossways or you've got to go to work 
right? But we try to maximise a codicy so that we chant Hare Krishna more and, you know, basically take a vow. No Facebook, no YouTube, no LinkedIn or, you know, no CNN, BBC, ABC, XYZ, whatever, right? So avoid the distractions. Avoid, turn off the distractions. And turn on our connection with Krishna by chanting Hare Krishna. Right? And, and so more chanting, more reading, less, you know, material buzz as much as possible. So that helps us reset our perspective on things. Right? So we actually do have... We're given the, the systems to do it. We've got the system. And that system is Guru Sadhu Shastra, a codice, uh, and Prabhupada says these are prescribed fasting days, for example, so that one can just, and what a, you know, not just a fast, but to concentrate more on hearing and chanting. And, and other days, other festival days, the, the celebrations of, of the, the Utsav celebrations, right? There are also opportunities to reset or to reignite our enthusiasm for devotional service, right? That's why it's called Utsav. means, you know, gives you a boost, right? So um, that's what Lord Brahma does as well. This is what the great, you know, because it's not like Lord Brahma's always in Maya. <laughs> it only happens occasionally, right? And it's not that we are always going to be in Maya. Well, we shouldn't be, because we've got the systems by which we can reset, the si reset and then we realise, yeah, that's it. Oh, everybody's getting up to go for breakfast. Let's have breakfast. Kantara Srimad Bhagavatam Kijai, Sala Prabhupada Kijai, Gura Bhakta Pinda Kijai. Haribao.